Hey mamas, it's Cindy and Emily and welcome to Imperfect Mom's Guide. This podcast is far from kid friendly, so grab some earphones for you or for them. We talk all things from mental health struggles, parenting fails, and the occasional shaving of buttholes. Buckle up and get ready for the shit show. And let's get ready to talk shit, eat cake, and tell judgmental moms to mind their own motherhood. Hey, good morning. I'm so excited to have you today. And we have a super special guest with us. Her name is Jaylene. Jaylene. Hi, guys. Jaylene. Every time. (laughs) Every time. Oh, my gosh. I was saving it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, okay. Just a quick interjection here because (laughs) I had never heard that song my, like, entire life until I was in high school. Until I was in high school. Dolly Parton? I had never heard it. My parents didn't listen to Dolly Parton. Like, I had no idea. And my high school geometry teacher sang it to me. And I was like, Excuse the hell me? are you doing? And, like, I w- was like, oh, okay. Uh, so, like, I thought flex. it was so weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, odd, okay. And so, like, I, like, left and I went home and I was, like, talking to my mom. And I was like, weirdest thing happened with this teacher today. Because it was, like, the first week of school, like, da-da-da. And I'm like, weirdest thing. I told her about it, and she was like, the song's called Jolene. It's real. (laughs) It is real. Ever since then, ever since then, like, it's like, people, like, hear my name, and immediately, every time. And I'm like, yep, but I don't have green eyes or red hair, um, (laughs) and I am, um, I'm not stealing anybody's husband. Um, I can barely deal with my own. (laughs) feel that 1000%. Every time. Every time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was I was 16 the first time I ever heard that song. So, who's Jaylene? Who are you? Who am I? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, well, I'm crazy. That's that's who I am. I'm crazy. Um, hi crazy. Hi, right in. 32-year-old uh, biological mom to two. Um, my biological children that I share with my husband are five and two. I have a boy and a girl. And then I have an 11 year old stepson who is what kind of started all of this without him. I don't even think I'd be a biological mom. So, um, I've been with my husband for 11 years and it, the last December and we'll have been married for eight this July. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Right, I reached so out to Jaylene on tiktok because i saw some of her tiktoks and we can relate on many levels because she like she said she does have a 11 year old stepson and i have a nine-year-old stepdaughter and i don't know their situation for sure and i do want to get into it but i feel like ours are very relatable in certain instances yes i did go back and listen to your story and there are there are some similarities I noticed. And that's oh, what's the shame. deal with a piece of shit bio moms? So I I will I will put this out there as a disclaimer, um, because our bio mom really doesn't like me speaking about this stuff and has tried to have our attorneys like shut me down. Um, so I will put this out there as a disclaimer. I do not feel in any way that bio mom is a bad mom. I don't. I think she is a junk co-parent. If that makes sense. I'll be the judge. 
she she loves her child. She loves she loves her child. There's no doubt about that. Good. But when it comes to co-parenting, trash, trash for sure, for sure. And I'm sure she would say the same about us. So everybody oh, yeah. else's opinion doesn't matter about you at the end of the day. Mine's Boom. just a piece That's of exactly piece right. of trash bio mom, and she knows it. So she does know it. Hey, you know those those are out there, and from TikTok, I have learned that it's more common than is communicated. It's more common than mm-hmm. is talked about. Um, and I that, that um, I know it's like one of the questions on your itinerary, so I'm gonna just jump into it. That's kind of how this TikTok started was that I put up one funny like TikTok and I was like, oh, haha, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I put it up and then like a week later, it like went crazy. And it was just about being a stepmom. It was like a 15 second clip. It was so like ridiculous. And then I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe this is something, maybe this, there's something here. Maybe this is something people want to hear about. And so, like, I kind of talked it over with my husband because, obviously, like, it is his child, but it is our life. And he was like, if you're going to find a source of community or a way to connect with people who have similar experiences, he was like, who's to say that that's a bad thing? And I get a ton of hate on my videos. I totally do. That's fine. I brush most of them off. Um, I don't let them get me down. But the connections that I have made through TikTok are wonderful. Like, so amazing. These women that just, like, I formed connections with. And I don't, like, I don't know them, like, in real life. Like, but I talk to them constantly. And we just have these bonds. And we're just, like, the biggest support system for each other. It blows my mind. The the amount of support that I have now versus where I was a few years back mm-hmm. and how lonely I felt. And, and I just want to go back and tell that self you're going to find your people and it's going to be okay because it's, it's been wild. So nobody talks about how awful and lonely it is to be a step parent, mm-hmm. which we don't like the word step in my house. We call them bonus, but either way, it is so lonely and it is so draining because it is almost like I was in a position to where it was like I couldn't discipline or speak to my bonus daughter as I would my own children. I couldn't treat her the same way because her mom was a big pile of shit. She still is. I mean, we'll just jump into this right now. We had to call, not we, her other daughter's bonus mom had to call a wellness check on my daughter's biological mom Monday because she hasn't reached out to anybody in over a week. The biological mom hasn't or the daughter? The biological mom hasn't reached out to. So she has two daughters that have been taken away from her and she still has two kids with her boyfriend now. She hadn't reached out to her own mother or to her two daughters in over a week. And so they called a wellness check. Is she okay? Wow. Yeah, she's fine. Just ignoring us like normal. Uh, Not surprised there. I just want to put out there, I cannot relate to any of this. Being a a bonus mom, being a stepmom, being a step parent. 
I was the stepchild. So I've got a different different, kind of perspective than both of you. Just want to throw that out there. I was a stepchild. um, And, you know, I, my, I talk about this a little bit on my channel, not a ton, um, but I have a stepmom and I have a stepdad. And both of them came into my life when I was really young. So like, same for my stepson. I don't really know any different. I don't remember my parents being together, any of that. But I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. He didn't live that far away, but it was like a couple hours. And my stepmom and I had a really rocky relationship. But my stepdad and I also had a really rocky relationship. And I eventually moved in with my grandparents when I was a teenager. So they they're the reason I attribute a lot to why I turned out successful and got over a lot of hurdles but my step experience was my stepmom really treated me like she treated her my siblings to come after but it wasn't until much later in life that I realized what she was doing they all have the same rules I just was never around to see it so the way she was treating them is how she was treating me Right. I was just taking this as like a personal attack. And then my stepdad, like right. he was there. Right. He raised me a lot. Um, but we definitely have our differences and we clash. But the roundabout funny conclusion of all of that is my biological parents both just like peace out on our families separately, years apart, whatever, ditched their partner and their kids and like left. Um, and my mom came out to the East Coast and my dad went um, up northern, more northern Montana where we were at. And uh, I talked to my step parents all the time. I talked to them all the time. They're divorced from my biological parents. But and like my stepmom is the like my kid's grandma, like Aww. doesn't matter if it's blood or not. Like that's their grandma. And do not tell that woman differently. So, yeah. And um my dad's my dad's stepmom is my grandma and like do not ever tell her that because i'm not blood or any of my cousins aren't blood or my siblings aren't blood that she isn't our grandma like right that is our grandma that is my kid's great grandma like oh no so we have lots of we have lots of step situations going on over here too so i totally get it from the the kid perspective Mm -hmm. and the stepmom that's good that's so good so okay, let's let's get into our weekend because that that's a good little floaty segue? into it. Yeah, segue. Thank you. I was like transpersonal. No, that's not right. <laughs> Cindy, J- hold on, Cindy. We'll get to yours last. Jaylene, what'd you do this weekend? It's Sunday. My friend was what she volunteered to take my kids with her three boys. Yeah, you cleaned your house. Take- yeah, so I cleaned my house yesterday. But I was supposed to help my husband with yard work um, because we moved into this house and it was super rainy outside and we're like redoing. We have like a a play set that was left when we bought this house. And so we're trying to like clean it up, clean up this backyard area. And it was raining and I was like, do you want my help? And he's like, I'd actually just kind of prefer if you just stayed out of my way. And I'm like, super. That's a great idea. I love to hear that. I wouldn't mind helping. Oh, see, (laughs) I don't know about you guys. Projects with me and my husband, because we are are very much the same that like, yeah, Uh yeah. 
all the time. And I'm like, um, so like, unless we really have to do yeah. something together, it's just better if we don't. So like my area is the house. I have ways that I like things cleaned and done and everything else. And it's my way. I have obsessive compulsive personality disorder. So like, I really need things my way. And he's like, I will let you do whatever, however you want in the house. He keeps the kids out of my way when I'm doing that. But then for yard work, he's like, you keep the kids out of my way. So this just worked out all over. Um, and then today is like laundry because that man's leaving me for a week for a business trip tomorrow. So That's yeah, funny. He's, hanging, he's hanging out with his kids, just playing dad and doing all the fun things that I would normally do. And he gets there to you go. today. Perfect. And I get to hang out with you lovelies. So that's my weekend. It's I'm, we I'm love so it. boring, guys. I'm so boring. So what did you ladies do? Emily, we'll um, go ahead and get into went, yours. Okay. My husband and I went on a date, the first date since before Christmas. Um, one kid went to a friend's house. One kid went to Cindy's house. Um, Cindy wasn't even home because she was out doing stuff herself. Um, you didn't just leave these kids at home by themselves. Yeah. They just put them in the closets, give them some water. It was fine. It's fine. And an iPad. Um, If you give them an iPad, they're totally fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yesterday, uh, I, I have this friend and she is the most frugal person I've ever met. And she goes dumpster diving like for all things and I went with her yesterday, and it was so much fucking fun. Literally so much fun. I'm. It was exciting. We didn't get shit, but it was so much fun. Um, Yeah, and then I woke up like 45 minutes ago. That was, that was my weekend. So wait, I have a question. Cindy, yours is... Sure. Is dumpster diving, like, do you guys get in trouble for that there? So it's legal unless the dumpster says no trespassing. Oh, interesting. The most, the most they can do is say, uh, hey, get out of here. Don't do that. But it's still, it's public property because it's in a dumpster. Like, you threw it away. You don't want it. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, candles and household stuff. Like, I got so much fucking cleaner yesterday. So it's, can you it's go, amazing. like, behind, like, department stores? I've seen, like, TikToks where people, like rummage through like Ulta and I'm like Mm -hmm. so a lot of the places now they have like crushers so instead of just donating it or leaving it out in the dumpster they just fucking crush it and that's so sad like recycle the amount of boxes that are in dumpsters just fucking recycle it but it's pretty fun it's a thrill that's for sure I'm all for a good treasure hunt so I am not above this I'm not me neither me neither. So I can't wait to go again. Yeah, I want to know what you get next time. You're going to have to like. I will let you know. Yes, because I, I would like to know. I want to know logistics. I want to know like. How, I want to know all the things. Because right, like I said, um, I'm, not, I'm not above this. I am I'm bougie on a budget. So Same. Same. I have champagne taste on a water budget. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So um, I followed you on TikTok. Just follow me back and then I'll be able, we'll be able to communicate. Okay. Yay. Okay. All right. Cindy, what'd you do this weekend? You little tramp. (laughs) First off, 
I was not myself Friday. Okay, I was somebody else. I was. She was her alter my ego. My alter ego's name is Erica. Oh my god! I don't have one. I think mine's Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, on Friday night, I was Erica. So to preface, I don't drink. I am not a drinker. I it's just not my thing. Okay. But we went out with some friends and I just wanted to go eat Texas Roadhouse so bad. So we went out to eat Texas Roadhouse. Then we went to we went to level up because we were gonna play mini golf because I really wanted to play mini golf. But they were closed, which was stupid. So then we went to a bar and it's like an arcade Hold bar. On. Do you hear these kids outside? No. Yes. There's like a shit ton of kids outside. I didn't hear them. Shed. But that also doesn't mean anything. Can Anyways, go this? ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, neighbor kids. Different My family? daughter and... Yes. We all okay, we, well. we live in a block of kids who um my son is the oldest and the rest of them are seven to six to five, I think. I don't know. There's so many fucking kids on this block. Okay. We're gonna pause real fast because I wish my neighborhood was like that. I've yet to like I don't know, maybe when it like gets a little bit warmer because we're the freaks here since we moved from Montana where it's like super cold right now and it's like 60 degrees and I'm over here like well the sun's kind of out so I'm like washing my windows and like cleaning and my neighbors look at me like I'm some sort of like crazy lady they're like it is cold out here and I'm like this is beautiful wonderful you're crazy so maybe when it warms up like when everything starts to like start coming out like the lizards and the frogs and all that maybe neighbors will also come out with their kids but I have yet to see neighbor kids which makes me sad for my littles. So Aww. we shall see. Well, so we've never we've Missouri. never had a neighborhood. I'm just hop, skip, and a jump. It's fine. We just live in the middle of nowhere, right so we don't have a lot of kids around here. We do, but like the chances of our kids getting together isn't very often. Yep. Yep. No, I totally nope. get that. Okay, so back to Texas Roadhouse um, and you not being able to play mini golf. Yes. Yeah, so you went to the bar. You went to Silver Ball. Yes, I did. And so we played some games and stuff. And I had, like, they had, like, one of those little slushy machine deals there. And I was like, they Without. kept pressuring me to get one with alcohol in it. And I was like, fine, fine. Okay. So I drank about half of it, which is a lot for me. And I felt great. I did. I wasn't, Erica like, came to play. She did. That's when Erica came out. Then we went to the, I, I don't even think I told Emily. We went to the, uh, gosh dang it. I'm trying not to call it what it is. I'm trying to call it by its name, but I don't remember what its name is. It's we a went porn to shop. Sex shop. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a corn shop. A corn shop. There you go. And we just looked around. A store and, with uh, adult commodities. Yeah. Right. And we got these, they have like these little bags, like I think it's over here somewhere. I don't know. But they're just like little paper bags and they're like full of stuff. But you don't know what it is when you buy it. 
So we just picked one up, whatever. And then we're going to head back home. And our friend's like, we should go to the strip club. And me and my fiance, Daniel, we've never been. And they were like, well, you guys have never been. Let's go. Let's just go. We don't have to stay for very long. But, like, you guys should experience that. And, like, Erica was down for it. She's like, hell yeah. Let's go. (laughs) So we went. And Erica may or may not have gotten Cindy's titties out of her shirt. At the strip club. (laughs) Hell yeah, girl. Get your tits out. (laughs) With a stripper. Calm your On stage. On stage. Erica's wild. Erica's wild. I love this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. And then we spent our money. And we came home. So I mean that how was your hangover the next day though? I was good. Oh my gosh. I I am so proud of you because that like just listening to that story, I'm like Oh my gosh, my head is pounding for you. Like, morning wake up. Like, my head is pounding for you. No, like, I was I was good. I woke up just fine. Like, our poor kids, they, they kind of had to fend for themselves for a little bit. But, like, we were good. Everything was good. I woke up, no hangover, nothing. Hey. hey, loves, I'm just jumping on here really fast to let you know that if you're not part of our Facebook group, you need to be. We do lives every Friday and talk to you guys. We do giveaways once a month and we do a lot of interaction with our podcast listeners. So if you want some sneak peeks, if you're looking for some hilarious things or just a group to just drive with and have a really good time with, I suggest you jump over to Facebook really fast and look up Imperfect Moms Guide official group and go ahead and join us. We'll see you there. So you moved from Montana to South mm-hmm. Carolina? I did. I did. Why? Because I can. Awesome. Uh, I love that answer. Uh, that is, so that was the answer we gave everyone. Because, oh my gosh, okay. So buckle up, because this one's interesting. So we had been in our custody situation. So our custody situation got really hairy um back during the pandemic so everything shuts down right i am pregnant like very pregnant my daughter was born in july and our son at the time was two um and then my stepson and he was the only factor that was going in and out of the house right so everything shuts down we don't know how this is going to affect the baby the little one we we don't know everybody doesn't know right this was like very we don't know what to do. So my husband's working from home. I'm a stay at home mom. Everything shut down. And so we're just like, okay, we're, we're not leaving. And so at that time, we were kind of like getting along with mom relatively okay. Um, her and her boyfriend at the time, like we had just had like this big kumbaya moment in my living room where everybody was like working together about my stepson's behaviors um, because he could really play everybody against each other because he knows and has always known the communication there isn't great. So Mm -hmm. manipulate the system. Okay. So we expressed to mom, Hey, really please try to keep him home. 
so that we can have him come back and forth because we don't know how this is going to affect the baby. This is worrisome. Well, then we would find out that he's hanging out with his aunt who was a nurse or is a nurse and his cousin, her child. And we're like, Hey, like, please stop. And the town we lived in, yes, it was the biggest city in Montana, but that doesn't mean shit because it was still small town bullshit. We had friends that would like run into my stepson with his mom's side of the family, like out and about at the grocery store. And we kept bringing up like, please stop. Like, we can't have him here if he's doing this. So we went, you know, back and forth. So there was a chunk of time where we were like, hey, like, until he's, you know, been quarantined, for two weeks, like we're all supposed to be doing. Um, and and like I said, this was this was very new. So, you know, however you feel about it now, I totally understand. Right. And it, it was so early, nobody like, knew. Yes, nobody knew, nobody under like and I, like I said, was pregnant. And that was like we had already had two miscarriages, so like very nerve-wracking. Yeah. So we were like, you know, no, you know, whatnot. And that's where things started to get hairy because she was getting, I would assume, upset that we weren't taking him. But we were like, we're begging you to keep him home and and away from people. You're working from home. Like, you're you're not just having him hang out with family. You're having him hang out with family that's a nurse mm-hmm. and very much exposed to what's going on. We can't, we can't do this. And so when he eventually came back after like three weeks, he was just like, I don't want to be here. I hate you guys. I hate being here. And it was awful. Um, And that just started a whole spiral of every time he would come, there would be these like blow ups where he was just like doing everything in his power to be combative and aggressive to try to get some back to his mom's. And it started getting so bad that it was like, it, it was very clear I just want to get sent back to my mom's. I want to be sent away. Yeah. And as much as we would try not to do that, some weeks we'd make it through. Some weeks would be fine. Others, not so much. And then it came down to there was, he just came back really combative, was upset, blowing up at everything, no matter what, you know, we did or didn't do. It was a fight. So I was gone uh, for the afternoon. I was out running errands and my husband was home and had sent it steps onto his room said you know what if you're gonna act this way just go to your room yep go until you can be nice go to your room and he went down there and he started in on just pounding on the walls just beating on them waking up his sibling his his brother from nap like it was it was just insane and so we had to go when i came back we had to go run some more errands um, and everybody was going. My husband needed to go with me. So obviously the kids have to go. And my stepson's like, nope, I'm not going. I'm not going. And my husband is like, you know, like, all right, well then I will pick you up and go escort you to the car. And I was standing on the stairs and my stepson started like kicking and tried to kick me off the stairs. Oh gosh. And that is where we were just like, nope. And so we eventually got to run our errands. We came back again. We we're like, you know, he hadn't changed his attitude. He sat in the car the whole time, whatever. So came back, resume. Like, if you don't want to change your attitude, you can go hang out in your room. 
Then he refused to eat all of this stuff. Like it was just, it was insane. It was so insane. And at this point, my husband had gone back to the office. So the next day was Monday and the stepson didn't have school. Like obviously, cause you know, we're not doing in person school. And again, just proceeded. He went out of his way to do anything he could to try to like drive me literally insane. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that day, I told my husband, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. I'm going to end up in an institution. I mm-hmm. don't understand what is going on. And so it, you know, that was, that was the catalyst. And so it came down to my husband telling him, if you can't be safe, if you're going to be a danger, if you're going to put everybody in danger, including yourself. You have to stay with your mom until you can come back and be respectful of our space and you know your time here i mean there was he had kicked a hole in the wall like it was insane i wish that i could tell you the things that i have some friends that have a similar instance they also have stepsons and there's some things going on i don't want to talk about their circumstance because they're not on here i totally Um, understand but so freaking similar. It's crazy to me. And that's awful that a person should ever have to go through something like that. And the thing is, it's, 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 it's your friends, their situation of why I feel my TikTok is really important. Um, and I don't talk about this to disparage my stepson in any way. Okay? Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on. Looking back on it now, a lot of factors. Yeah. The, there was a lot of damage done and you know we he kept saying i i don't want to be here i hate you guys i never want to see you again and we kept telling him if you wish us away be careful what you wish for mm-hmm. and so he went and stayed with his mom and he my husband kept reaching out to her be ready to come back nothing he would get ignored or told no whatever and then this started the cps drama because this was on a monday when he went back to his mom's and wednesday i told my husband cps is going to show up here and he's like no and i'm like yes yes they are i guarantee it i guarantee sure shit wednesday here comes this impala pulling up and i'm like "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yep and she was wonderful. I will say that CPS worker was wonderful. Um, she was at my house for two hours. I made my husband come home. And at the end of it, she was like, okay, I get it. I understand. I see what's going on here. Um, you know, and it was, it was disheartening. And she was like, do you have any questions? And I was like, well, are you, are you here to take my son? And she was like, why would I take your son? Because I'm not dumb and I know that somebody is agenda. Right. So, mm-hmm. Because they had said, now you can't tell because I'm sitting here, but I'm not, I'm not very tall. I'm only like five, seven on a really good day. Um, and I was very pregnant. I was almost eight months pregnant at this time. They said that I had lifted stepson up by his ears off the ground. My stepson at that time was probably like shoulder height. He's going to be very tall. Um, 
which is funny because his biological parents are not very tall. Um, but he stood probably about my shoulders. And I don't know if you can tell here, but these are SpongeBob SquarePants arms. I can't lift myself doing a push-up. So how am I going to lift somebody by their ears at eight months pregnant? And I'm a fucking whale. And th that he had bruises. But nobody ever had pictures of these bruises. And we're like, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. So my husband said, you know, he needs to get, we need to see what's going on. There's something going on. So we said, you know, you need to have some sort of evaluation. Those take time. Whole big mm -hmm. thing. So from about end of May until October, he didn't come. My husband kept trying to call. He doesn't want to talk to you or he'd be ignored. Or my stepson would get on the phone and scream, I don't want to talk to you. Stop calling me. I can't imagine how heartbreaking that is for your husband. It was awful. And I will say that I, I feel bad. And we have talked about this a thousand times. Um, I'm not giving you an ultimatum, but I also can't continue to live like this. Mm -hmm. I love you. I loved him. Of course I love him. I've been, I've been there since he was, I mean, I moved in with them when he was 18 months old. I have but it's raised breaking my heart watching all of this shit unfold and having children in the situation been there. Yep. Yep. And I'd I be lying if I, I hadn't had that exact same conversation. And I think it's a conversation that also isn't talked about when you are in a marriage with somebody or a relationship with somebody, because not everybody gets married, um, with somebody who has kids. Because there is a level of, this is their child. Absolutely, they're a package deal. But also, you are in a relationship with that person and are an adult. And there needs to be some sort of mutual respect on yep. how this dynamic is going to work. So, now, I, I am very blessed. I'm sorry. So, okay. your, your stepson was 18 months old. Do you think with older kids, there needs to be a conversation had with bio parent and child about before getting in a relationship i think if you have older children um like like six seven yes so i think for one like i knew of my stepson but i did not meet him until we had been like i shouldn't say i met him at a christmas party um like i had seen this child but i didn't actually spend any time with the child until we were going on close to a year of dating just I, cause I didn't even want kids. So I'm like, I don't, I, I don't really want to meet your kid. Mm -mm. Cause I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. So right. that's not really important. Um, which was fine. Cause he was like, you know what? I don't want you to meet my kid either. Um, if this isn't going to be a thing. Right. And mind you, we were 21 at the time when we were like started dating. So we were babies. And so, no, like, um, but when you're when you have older kids, I definitely think that has to be an eased in situation because they know, right? Mm -hmm. Kids are not stupid. They know so much more than you give them credit for. And so if if your kids are older, if you just try to like fly it under the radar, they're gonna be like, mm -mm, red alert, red alert, and there's gonna be a lot of pushback. And I think yep. that the parents need to be, the biological parents need to say, this is where I'm at with this person. This is what this means going forward. And this is how it's 
going to affect you and how it's not going to affect you. Right. So that they have a clear kind of game plan. They should be in the know because I'm a very firm believer that you should have a say on anything that impacts your life. Children and yep. if it's going to impact their life, their, their input should be heard for whatever is age appropriate for them. And that doesn't, that's not for everyone. That's not, you know, but what works for me doesn't for other people. Yeah. I am not here to judge anyone's situation, but no, I definitely think when, when kids are older, uh, conversations need to be had. Um, and because obviously I'm a step parent, I have a stepchild. My husband has a child with somebody else. We are not naive to think that like that nothing is ever going to happen to our relationship. So we talk about right. these things. Yeah. If in the event of a divorce, what does that look like? What is that going to play out to be? Um, what do other relationships look like? You know, um, because I think worst case scenario plan is better than no plan. Right. Yep. So, um, so yeah. So that's how I lived my whole life. (laughs) No plans. Yeah. No, no. Worst case scenario all the time. Uh, Yep. That we've dealt with too many broken bones not to think about worst case scenario. Exactly. Cause you know what? It's great when you don't need the plan, but if you need the plan, then it's all I have it. Right. We have a how to do CPR sticker on my fridge. I hope I never need it, but it's there if we do. Exactly. Exactly. You just, I am, I mean, it's so funny. You would think that I'm like a doomsday prepper. I'm not. Um, But like, I totally understand the mentality. Um, I just don't have enough energy. Yes, I I don't to to like keep up on it, but I understand. I understand the mentality of it and understand that like desire. Um, and I'm not, I'm 100% not against it because it's just in case. Yes. Right? I don't want to use it, but it's in case. I respect that. My stockpile says anxiety. that I'm going to eat after the nuclear fallout. Yeah. My husband is like, we could save water. That's fine. I get it. I, I get it. I get it. When stepson is like saying I didn't want to be with us and whatnot, um, mom filed for full custody and filed for abandonment. And that is what started oh my God. this custody stuff. Um, we ended up like getting an attorney, obviously, you know, just shell out that money. Um, and mom pretty much did everything she could to the first attorney that we started with, she had spoken to somebody in the office over Instagram, um, but said, like, it wasn't even the attorney that we hired, but then they said it was, she claimed conflict of interest. So he had to drop us, but he transferred us to somebody else who's been great. Um, and there was just, you know, she ended up getting a new attorney and I had talked to somebody in their office. Like we had talked to somebody over there. But that wasn't a conflict of interest. Hmm. The semantics of this town. Mm. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, attorney small town bullshit that I would totally I could discuss with you guys off of this. But uh, <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Uh, but so she filed for abandonment, and, and we immediately just like switched. Like we're like, okay, if that's what you're gonna do, we're gonna go back to fifty fifty custody. 
Like, because that's what's in the parenting plan. You're filing for abandonment and full custody is just, you're, it's not happening. So we ended up going right back to 50-50. We kind of eased back into it over the holidays. Um, we went like every other weekend and then kind of over Christmas break, we did some time and then right back to 50-50. Um, but the problem that arose was the fact that where we lived, my stepson's school was about 20 to 45 minutes, depending on roads, north. And our kids, when they started school, were going to be going south. And I can't get everybody where they need to go all at the same time. So our whole stipulation for the change, she is going for full custody. We are going for, you know, a school change. That was what we were up against as a school change. We wanted him to attend school on our side of town so that he could take the bus. Our younger son, um, so our middle child, has some sensory issues and a and he's also very petite. A bus situation was not going to be good for him. Right. It's not going to be doable. Mm-hmm. Mom was adamant against it. It would have been 11 minutes out of her way from where she worked to the school versus the 25 to 45, depending on weather for us. And would not switch, would not switch at all. And, uh, and it just kind of continued to spiral. Um, there's some other things that like ended up coming up and whatnot, but ultimately the judge decided that he would go to school on her end of town. He was not going to be able to switch schools. And we are like, well, cool. We can't maintain this because we can't get everybody where they need to be. Logistics wise, we can't do it. Um, and so we said, okay, well, it's going to have to be every other weekend then. And we had come up, we had, we did this for almost two and a half years before everything was finalized. Wow. Um, and we, like, we had offered, like, other, like, we would take him for the school year. We would do every weekend and then every other week in the summer. Um, we had come up, we had done so many different mediations. Um, and so basically... We had told stepson because just because these behaviors had lessened, it didn't mean that they were completely gone. Um, and there was still a lot of, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. Anytime he'd get pissed at us for anything, I don't want to live here. I'd be okay if I never saw you again. And so we flat told him, look, if you're not going to be here, like you're not going to see us, we are not going to be here because the town we lived in was, it's the first big city, um, where for off of North Dakota for um, the oil rigs. So, and Montana doesn't have sales tax. So there are other big cities in North Dakota where oil rigs are at, but Montana doesn't have sales tax. So they all come to Montana and we're the first big city. So we got infiltrated with high crime, outrageous crime that rivals some like big cities per capita. Wow. I mean, like shootings, murders, drogas, you name it, it was happening. And there is not enough act like activities, like family fun, diversity, um, quality housing, anything like that for it to warrant the crime. It wasn't a good mm-hmm. environment. And we knew that. And so we're like, you know, Okay, so it's going to go to every other weekend. So my husband and I were like, what do we want to do long term? 
because every other weekend is going to turn into this. He's going to, you know, have something come up. I was on the night of the friends. I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's going to start. He's just going to stop coming every other weekend mm-hmm. because it's two days and that's two days of his life. What do we want to do? Do we want to sit here and wait for that to happen and then move? But then we're uprooting our kids who are in the school system here and uproot their whole life. Mm-hmm. Or what do we want to do? So we said, you know what? Let's let's pick somewhere that we want to go. What are we what are we looking for? We were looking for no snow. We were looking for like good like housing market, like nothing crazy, cost of living, you know, good um somewhere because my husband can work remotely. So that wasn't like an issue. Um, it, you know, things to do. There was a lot of different factors. And so we kind of Googled, we just Googled areas and we kind of researched all of it. And we settled on Columbia, South Carolina. And we were like, we're putting our house on the market and we're going to buy a house there. And we told everybody and they were like, what? They're like, have you ever been there? And we're like, no. And they're like, you're just going to move across the country to somewhere you've never been. We bought our house over Zoom. We, and I mean, from the time we put our house up in August of this last year, and we were here the first week of November. Wow. Wow. Yep. And we said, you know what? He can come in the summers. Yeah. We just were like, you know what? He'll come in the summer. It's going to ultimately be more time than every other weekend, and it's going to be less of a fight, and it gives them something to look forward to. Yep. Will yep. this work for everyone? No, no, absolutely not. But we had to we had to realize that, like, we know how hard it has been and what potential issues could come up. And because of that, we knew that we had to put everybody's best interest, not just we're staying in Montana for this one child. Mm-hmm. When it's not better for everyone else. For everyone. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't so mean that you love him any less. And I think that's what people don't understand. No. You still love him so much, but you also have other people that you have to think about. And you don't want your kids to be miserable. You don't want to live a miserable life. Who wants to live one? So, yeah, you're doing what's best for no. you. And absolutely, and the co-parenting, like I said, wasn't there. Um, and so it's like, you know, even going to like games like for my son my stepson um like any of his sporting events i wouldn't go me and and our two little kids like i wouldn't take them because i didn't want them to feel the the discomfort that we could all feel people staring at us that are associated with her she like i said it was a is a big city but small town bs and everybody knew everybody and so there's people our neighbor at one point um, was taking pictures of my stepson when he'd be outside mowing the lawn to send to his mom. Jesus. What? It's like, it's just small. Like, I don't want to be in a fishbowl. And we were over it. So it's like, you know what? If this is what we have to do to like put distance between us and we have to buy him a plane ticket for him to come here and see us, until he decides otherwise, because he could decide he doesn't want to come. Yeah. Or he could decide that he doesn't want to go back. A lot of what the judge said, because um, we did have court before we moved, is that a lot of it's up to him from this point forward. 
Um, and so what will be, will be, we will always be here. Um, you know, he has a room here. He has a bed. Um, he has a space here for him always, but we couldn't, we couldn't stay there and be miserable. So some people get it. Some people don't, it's not for everyone. I understand for some, they're like, I could never, I respect that. Um, but we couldn't be dragged down in it anymore. Um, it was getting too hard and our mental health is just as important as stepson's as hers. Um, you know, so like just creating that distance of your mom during the school year, dad's dad during the summer. If she wanted to switch that, we're fine with that too, but there just needs to be a, a separation yep. where nobody can tread on the other one anymore. Um, yep. And that, that's how we ended up moving 2,000 miles away, moving to somewhere we had never been, um, driving up to a house sight unseen. Woo. I love that. I bet that was so nerve-wracking. Oh, it was, but it wasn't. It was actually really exciting. The only part that sucked was the 36-hour drive that we did straight through one car, with a little U-Haul trailer behind us, our other stuff is in like a moving truck somewhere else. Two tiny kids, so five and two, three massive dogs. We have two pit bulls, each weighing 85 pounds. And then we have like a 65 pound like husky mix and two cats. All trucking across the United States. Oh, I bet you saw God. some pretty cool stuff on your trip so it was it was wild but everybody did great my kids didn't want to ride in the car for like a good like week and a half afterwards they were like i don't care where you're going i don't i'm not getting in there um <laughs> felt that before but there we we made it will we ever make that drive again no um but we are like super happy to be here stepson got to come for christmas um he's actually going to be here in like two weeks for his spring break cool um and then he comes for the whole summer so, so since you guys have moved it, have you noticed a change in his behaviors so i'm going to be honest i actually don't get a chance to talk to him very often because there's a two-hour time difference right so when he calls a lot of the time what's going on is he's calling at like four or five o'clock his time which is like six or seven our time and if my like I put my daughter to bed early because she's a great sleeper but she needs to go to bed early um so I'm in there usually so he usually talks to my husband and and his brother and but he calls damn near every day um because awesome. we leave it up to him we leave it up to him when he wants to call because he's he's busier than we are and we can bend to fit his schedule more than he can benefit ours. Right. Um, so we just let him know, you know, whenever you want to call, you know, we'll be available type thing. And that's kind of how it works. And he talks to us all the time. And occasionally when I do get the chance to like see him, it's like, Hey baby, how are you doing? Like what's going on? But we don't talk a lot about how things are going for him there. Right. Um, mm. Because that's just not, I don't want to say it's not our problem, but there isn't anything we can do. Um, yep. And because there's no co-parenting there, it's just, you know, how are you doing? How's school? How's, you know, sports? What's new? 
just kind of upkeep yeah. on the life. But as far as like if him and mom are having problems or, you know, he's struggling with like any behavior stuff, he won't divulge it. And we're not going to try to pry about it just because we don't want to muddy that water there. Yeah. And ultimately, since there's no current parenting, there's nothing we can do. Right. So, you know, that's kind of the downside. Um, and it's not that we're actively not trying to be involved. It's just what's going to happen. Right. Nothing. There's nothing we can do. So that's kind of where that's at. So, yeah. So that's how we got here. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long-winded story. It's okay. I, I I've it. never heard that story before. I thought about this morning I was on TikTok and I was like, should I listen to her story or should I just let it be a surprise during the podcast? And I opted to let it be a surprise during the podcast. So thank you for telling me. You are very welcome. And there are there are bits um, on my TikTok that I kind of left out of this just for condensed version, um, even though that was mm-hmm. really long anyway. Um, so there is more out there, um, whatnot, but ultimately over overall, that's where we're at. And and uh, we, I've said in my TikToks that it didn't change the goal. It changed the, the path on how we're yeah. trying to achieve that goal. The goal is we want to have a healthy relationship with him. That's mm-hmm. just how we're going to get there. That, that changed. But the overall goal that we want to have a healthier relationship with him, him to have a healthier relationship with us and his siblings. And the best um, way, and these let me tell you. Siblings. The best way for you to get a good relationship with your stepchild is to remove the thing that's causing the issue with that situation anyways. Because once yep. our, once my daughter's mom moved away, she, I mean, even before her mom moved away, like we were super close and we still are, but like, and her mom's doing all of the bullshit that she's doing, not calling all of this stuff. You know, even on the phone with her own mom, she still calls me mom. Yep. So removing her mom out of the situation has helped us a lot because it's not her mom saying, well, she's not your mom, all of this stuff. Like I'm the one that has been doing everything for her for the past six years that I've been in her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And see, and like, I... I have always had, like, I mean, obviously, like, my partner has always been there, but, like, my husband went to night school. And so, like, I go to college, like, during the day. My husband would be in night school, and, like, he'd work during the day. We'd, I would take stepson to, like, daycare on our time. Um, he'd, like, pick him up, and then he, they'd hang out. And then when I got off of work and out of school, then I would come home, and I would be with stepson. So I was doing bath and bed and dinner well, he was at night school because otherwise, like, who who's going to do it? Yeah. Well, I was there. So, you know, I, I've never been, uh, like, when he was, like I said, I came into his life when he was 18 months old. Um, and he did try to call me mom. And I was like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. And I was like, hey, um, I'm Jay. You, your name, um, your mom is your mom because she birthed you and I didn't go through that. So you were like nine pounds. I didn't earn that right to be called mom. Um, 
So I'm Jay. That's cool. Um, and and I that's what I've always been. So he has a mom, he has a dad, and he has a Jay. Um, See, we my went kids to this situation also... where um, Hadley always called me Cindy. That was like the whole thing. She mm-hmm. would always call me Cindy, and that was fine with me. I didn't care, whatever. You know, yeah. even when we started having our own kids, like they know that I am their mom, and they know that Hadley has another mom, mm-hmm. so it's not a big deal. Well, then when her mom had a baby with her boyfriend, her mom was like, well, the baby is going to get confused if you don't start calling the boyfriend dad. And we're like, no, 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 that baby's not. That baby's not going to get confused. It's, It's fine. So she was calling this guy dad or whatever, which is whatever. If that's what she wants to call. Well, then it went from her calling me Cindy to start calling me mom. And I told her, I was like, you don't have to call me mom. Like I, we know who your mom is and that's fine, but that's all that she will call me now. She doesn't call me Cindy. Sometimes when she calls me Cindy, I look at her and like when her sis, when she talks to her sister, I'm like, God, I have never heard, like, I haven't heard her say that in so many years. Like it doesn't bother me, but it's like, holy shit. Who the fuck is Cindy? <laughs> who the fuck is Cindy? <laughs> your dad's a girlfriend. Oh my gosh. So that's so funny because occasionally like my, my stepson, he is so sarcastic and I attribute this 100% to the fact that like him and I hang out a lot. Um, I'm a stay at home mom, spend a lot of time with him and I am so sarcastic. So him mm-hmm. and I have really good banter and like, but like if he like is being like all like sassy pants, like haha, funny, funny, he'll be like, okay, Jaylene. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> The audacity! Nobody calls me <laughs> Jaylene in our family. Um, and then, like my our like biological littles, like every time brother's here, like and he's like, "Oh, Jay, blah blah blah." Um, like if he's just talking to me, if he's talking to the kids, he's like, "Oh, hey, like go tell mom, whatever." But if he's just talking to me, and he's like, "Hey, Jay, whatever, blah blah blah," then my kids think it's so funny, and like, "Hey, Jay, hey, Jay." And I'm like, I quit. I quit. Like, fine. Jay, mom, whatever. Do not call me Jaylene because we're going to have a beef. Like, that is, those are fighting words. Yeah. We'll fight you. So, so, yeah, no, I totally get it. If he started calling me mom now, like, that, he's old enough to make that choice. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's fine. Um, I still call my step-parents by their names. Like, always I always have yeah. um but my kids call them grandma and opa and that's that's fine but yeah um like I call them by their names and my uh, my kids are like why do you call opa by his name and I'm like that's his name <laughs> and they're like they're like looking at me and, and my son he's like but that's your dad and I'm like it is um but I have another dad. And then mm-hmm. like, that's like trying to like get all like extended and he's five. So he's like, I'm going to call my dad Corbin. And I'm like, go call your dad Corbin. So like, he'll get on a kick with that. <laughs> and my husband's just like, cool. Awesome. I'm Great. Corbin. Hello. And, and we, it's just, it's whatever to us. Cause it's just like, well, you'll figure it out eventually. So. Yep. But no, like them calling you mom, that's totally, that's totally fine. 
as my whole thing is as long as it's not forced on a kid that somebody new comes into the like fold of the family dynamic and they're being forced to call them whatever mom or dad because you know stepdads too um if they come up with it on their own as like a genuine place of that's where they feel secure totally fine as long as it's not forced again they have a right to have a say on things that impact their life yep so that's that's that i love that i think that we are running out of time but i am Okay. So thankful that you joined us today. I loved having your input on everything. I loved hearing your story. I think our mamas will love hearing your story. And I know specific people that I'm sending this to. And I'm sending your way because they can relate so much. And so if much. they want like some personal contact information, um, let me know. Okay. I can give them some personal contact information because... I ultimately don't want anyone to feel alone. And just because you're struggling with your stepchildren at this time in your life, or you're struggling with your partner, or as a stepmom in general, it doesn't make you less valuable. It doesn't make you less of a person because you're struggling. It means that you're human. And without a support system, you can't get over that. But I totally here. I try really hard to be supportive to others. Because um, I didn't have that. So now that I do, I try to give that back. So let them know if they need that information. Just reach out to me. Um, and we'll where can we find you on TikTok? Um, so you can find me on TikTok at the salt, the underscore salty underscore stepmom. And that's it. I don't have an Instagram. Um, I, I can only like hang with one social media at a time. Um, my brain doesn't, it doesn't allow for other balls to be up in the air juggling around so i feel that that's that's where you can find me and i just typed <laughs> oh, in salty stepmom and found you that was the first one that popped up oh well you can beware people um you know there's lots of tags with me out there and some are good and some are not so do with it what you will but all are welcome and thank you guys so much for having me on today. I feel so honored to get to spend time with you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. And thank we'll you for getting into your car to hey, finish this out with us. My feet yes. are so cold right now. Go warm them up. Go take I'm out your wisteria to. bush. You you go get your fabulioso from Emily. <laughs> Look right, at this. Um, yeah, you gotta go pick that up. She found you all those Jesus treasures. Christ. My van is full. Stop by. Oh my god. I will. I'll be there, I'll make I'll be there in a come. few hours. All right, we'll be here. I don't go back to okay. work till Wednesday. Perfect. Ooh. There we go. All right, ladies. Well, I will let you guys go. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right, thank, thank you. you so much. All right, bye guys. Bye bye. All right, mamas, thank you so much for joining us again this week. Don't forget, if you're not a part of our Facebook group, go ahead and join us there at Perfect Mom's Guide official group. We would love to have you over there. Um, and if you would want to support us monetarily, mon I get this wrong every time. I don't know how to say the word. If you would like to support us by giving us some monies, we would really appreciate you lots. And you can find us over at buy me a coffee slash imperfect mom. 
Um, there are three different tiers on there where you can either be a, I don't remember, Emily, help me out. Just go look at it. Yeah. There's three different tiers. You get a lot of cool stuff in each of them. Um, we appreciate each of you. We also have merch that came out. So definitely hit us up and let us know. But we appreciate every single one of you for listening. I can't listening. wait to get my freshie. Me too. They should be here this week. Yeah. So excited. So mamas, thank you again so much for joining us. And hanging out with us and as a salty stepmom because we love her so much and she will definitely be back. She is, she's wonderful. I love her. Me too.